listening to a podcast from Light FM. The Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. Good morning. All this week, we take a look at the man in the mirror in conjunction with Men's Health Month. We're finding ways to encourage men to take charge of our physical and our mental health. Today, we're speaking with Dr. Joe Lowe, clinical psychologist and director at the Mind Psychological Services and Training on the struggles that men face when it comes to our, our mental health. Dr. Joe, let's go through the, the landscape of being a man in this day and age. Hmm, what yeah. are the common issues based on your experience that men tend to face in their social and mental health now? I think being a man right now is incredibly, incredibly hard mm. because not only do we have the age-old stereotypes about you know being strong and then emotionally resilient and, and stoic and all that kind of stuff, right? I mean, all those are still there, mm-hmm. uh, but we also expect it to in a weird kind of way, also be emotional in touch with our emotions to to acknowledge other people, be empathetic, right? Right. And I think the kind of um, re- uh, is it what is the word regard or, or the kind of uh, expectations that, that people have of us is incredibly, incredibly high, right? Right. Yeah. And it's not just in terms of the positive things, but also negative things as well, right? Hmm. It's almost like we're defined by things that we cannot do, right? And we 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 cannot we we have to, we we cannot be. Uh, touchy feely. We cannot be this. We cannot be that. We cannot be. That. And there's so many cannots that we have to abide by. Don't get me wrong. I mean, these are things that are valid, but I think there's so much fear involved, so much apprehension that sometimes we just don't know how to act. You know, do I open the door for someone or not? Do I pull out a chair for someone or not? Mm. Risk of offending someone. So I think being a guy right now is incredibly hard. It's so so difficult in the terms now. Is the age old stereotype that men should be tough and co- is, is that idea looked down on now? Do you find that to be the case in, in situations? I think it's not as looked down but I think it's changing in terms of how that manifests itself right? right. I think in the past you know being strong and, and things like that it was more like a you know hunter-gatherer kind of thing, right? You go out and bring the, the bacon back home, so to speak, or bring the, the food back home kind of thing. Yeah. But now the strength that we have or the, the expected of us has changed in the sense that, you know, we have to be strong emotionally. We have to be strong in terms of um, being able to be wear many different hats in that sense, you know, the expectation that, you know, we also need to be strong parents, strong father figures, for example, strong husbands, strong partners and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's evolved a bit, right? To a point where the old ideas of strength about you know being you know physically dominant, for example, and things like that, that's gone away a little bit, I think, right? It's more about all the different aspects of it. And that transition uh, can be quite a bit rough for a lot of people uh, because that's not what we grew up with, right? Are men mm. being forced to be more open about themselves than making them more vulnerable? Are, are, is there a certain pressure for men mm. to be connected to that emotional side and and to be able to express themselves emotionally. I think so. I think so. I think that, you know, I, I wouldn't say forced to, but I wouldn't say you're not given a choice to, but it's like one of those things where if you don't, then you're going to miss out. Right? If you don't, then you're going to handicap yourself in some way in that sense, right? So right. And I, I guess in a way you're right in the sense that it is forced because if not, then these are the repercussions that we have to face, right? Is it a bad thing? No, I don't think so. Because mm. at the end of the day, and historically anyways, right, there's been a history of uh, men who hold things back. They don't talk mm. about emotions. They, they keep it suppressed to a point where it's like a pressure cooker. It gets all too much and then they explode after that and it gets very aggressive for whatever it is. So in a way, it's a good thing. But I'm also a big advocate of choice, right? Yeah. In, at the end of the day, do men, generally speaking, need to open up more about emotions? Yes, because I think it's a lot more healthier. Right. But I don't think it's a must kind of thing. It's not a have to kind of thing. It's a I want to kind of thing, right? Right, right. 
I think what we will do well is in terms of teaching guys from a young age, men from a, boys from a young age, mm. that it's okay to share about your emotions. It's okay to talk about your fears, your insecurities, anxieties, and all that. It's good that you talk about them, right. but it's a talk about it when you want to and when you when you should kind of thing, rather than you have to talk about it, right? I don't think there's such a thing as we mandate all men to be open and emotionally uh, available and, and vulnerable and things like that. I don't think that's warranted like, in that sense. No. At what yeah. point do men tend to realize they need to seek help when it comes to their mental health? And is there mm-hmm. still that sense that men generally are less likely to seek out mental health compared to women? Um, I'm going to speak on a, from a Malaysian perspective, right? Mm. And I think that's really true still, right? I mean, guys are... It's it's weird, right? I mean, guys, by and large, are expected to be more emotionally available. Mm. But if someone starts crying or starts talking about the struggles, people kind of don't know what to do about that. That You know, it's like kind of yeah. thing like... What's that saying? You know, it's like the dog chasing the ice cream truck. Once you get to the ice cream truck, <laughs> I don't know. The dog doesn't know what to do with it, right? Like, <laughs> Um, and when we do see that, you know, a lot of times when we get male clients coming in, it's because it's at the behest of someone else. You know, a loved one has said that, oh, you know, you, you're struggling, you're doing poorly. And that's the kind of uh, the, 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 the initial call that we get. You know, I, I don't really know why I'm here, but because, you know, my wife said so, my parents said so, my whoever said so, right? Mm. Um, that's one iteration. Another iteration is that we typically also see guys coming in when it's quite severe as well. Mm. So it's almost like they hold it in, hold it in, hold it in until they cannot turn anymore. And then that's when the dam breaks and then they come in. So that is something that we see that, like in your initial question asked, like, you know, is, do, do men find it hard to take charge of the mental health? I think the answer to that, generally speaking, is yes. Because they don't feel that they need to slash should slash I uh, expected to mm. work on mental health because it's something that it's you know not right. It's not masculine to do so, mm. which is unfortunate, right? Because so many of the issues that I encounter in my therapy sessions working with guys, not mm. all of course, but so many of them, could have been fixed way, way, way before, right? Mm. Before it got them to this point where it's so debilitating, it's so uh, handicapping to themselves, for example, and things like that, right? And it's it's like a bad habit that's set in so hard that it's hard to break, unfortunately. Mm. Is being completely vulnerable not favorable at some point? I, I, of course it isn't, right? There's a bar. There's somewhere, there's yeah. this line somewhere. Where do we find that line between being openly vulnerable and being resilient? <laughs> where Where is this um, balance? <laughs> it feels like that is one of the things that we are trying, many men are trying to come to terms with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right in that sense, right? We are being pull in two different directions and to be fair i think you know uh, may- maybe the the women uh, population will say yeah now you know how we feel right because i'm <laughs> right. they went years and years and generations of that right being pulled mm. in so many different directions um we're getting a taste of it now right yeah i, I think you're right terry in the sense that you know we need to find that middle ground that lying in the sand where we have to uh, the, the between you know being strong and being emotional being available and things like that mm. but i don't think there is a literal not not literal sorry there is no one line for everyone it's a mm. uh, do your do you do you kind of thing right i think at the end of the day our culture especially in asian culture in malaysia is so entrenched in our lives la, that mm. for us to change that overnight it's not going to happen right so even right. though 
the society, the modern society tells us a certain thing that we need to be emotionally available. You know, the internet tells us this. It's healthy for you know the kind of things, and we get that. I mean, cognitively we get that, mm. But emotionally, and based on the generations and generations of teachings that we got from our forefathers and things like that, right. it's not going to go away. It's not going to change really quickly. And I think everyone will have that line drawn again and again and again, meaning right. to say that it's going to keep changing over time, right? I don't think it's going to reach a point where we can clearly say, okay, this is that point where I crossed that threshold. Forever, I don't mm. think so. Right? right, we are young, young boys, teenagers. Maybe that line is a bit different. When, like, for example, I've got kids now, right? Mm. And I, one of the best ways I've been able to connect with my kids is tell them that I'm vulnerable, I'm sad, I'm, I'm emotional, things like that, and they get where I'm coming from, right? And for me to cross that line as a, a male Asian father is mm. it's hard because yeah. I never got that as a kid, right? So I think it's something where it's a horses for courses kind of thing, like you do you when it's right kind of thing, right? And right. it's it's a navigation that all of us need to make, basically. Thank you to Dr. Joel Lowe, clinical psychologist and director at the Mind Psychological Services and Training on sharing his experience with the, the struggles that men face when it comes to our mental health, right? You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.